Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the call. Left side, caught by Rio, Arkansas wins the series, they take it tonight 2-0. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. It is 11.07. Thanks for being with us. The second hour is upon us. Pat Bradley coming up shortly. 661-1037 if you've got a question or comment for Pat. Yes, you heard it. Arkansas wins it. 2 Zip over Tennessee to take the series. First time Tennessee has lost the series all year. And Arkansas with the biggest feather in its cap to date so far. Two pitchers combining for the shutout. And Arkansas improves to 37-14. and 14. And not too far down the road, they'll be hosting the SEC tournament at Boga Park in Fayetteville. Razorback Baseball is in central Arkansas today. It will be Parker Coyle with a 6.23 ERA taking the mound against the lefty. Michael Dunkelberger, what a name. Hmm. Two and six, six three five ERA, and this is a very solid Lipscomb team coming in. Don't let their record fool you. Twenty three and twenty one, great non con schedule, and they have been dominant in conference play so far. So it will be a good challenge, I think, for Arkansas here in this midweek game, their final midweek game of the season. Dave Van Horn and Courtney Dipel both talking about the same thing. Peaking at the right time. Let's start with softball. I meant to do that before we moved into baseball. Uh, but here she is on that topic. Um, I don't know if it's perfect timing <laughs> because we still have, you know, a few weeks out, you know, of postseason. We have a really big weekend in Missouri. We have SEC tournament. We have regionals. Um, so as long as we can kind of sustain this and continue, I, I just think we're kind of doing this. Um, so I don't know that we've peaked yet, but I, I like how we're playing. I like how we're fighting together. I like our approach. Um, and so hopefully we can just continue going up with it um, for the next handful of weeks. The next handful of weeks, indeed. Missouri, the final SEC slate for Arkansas, starting Friday, 7 o'clock in Columbia. SEC Network Plus for all three games this weekend, and then again hosting the SEC tournament starting on Tuesday, May 9th in Fayetteville. Dave Van Horn on peaking at the right time. Oh, I mean, it'd be great. It, it peaks the word or just full full go, you know, so if it doesn't go good, at least you can live with it through the summer that it was what it was, you know, that's that was your team, but uh, we haven't peaked by any means, and I mean, if, if we can get them healthy and feel good going into the, the tournament, no matter how the tournament goes, it, that we feel very confident going into a regional, and we still have work to do, we haven't... We haven't clinched anything yet, so we're still working. As good as Arkansas has been, the SEC is so good. One, three, four, five, six. <laughs> All those spots held by SEC teams in every single poll. Now, the teams vary. Perfect Game has Vanderbilt number 10 and Tennessee number 6. That is the outlier. Most people have Tennessee further back in the pack and Vanderbilt in the top six spots. But, regardless... The only outlier is Wake Forest, which is number two, unanimously across the board in all the polls. Pretty wild. Think about how good Arkansas season has been. Uh, Fourteen and seven in the SEC, and they're uh, tied for the four seed right now. If the you know if the SEC tournament was to begin this week, it's just a loaded conference again this year. Yeah, literally fourth in the SEC is better 
than being fourth in the country right now. It's insane. You're fourth in your league, and you're just a couple spots behind that nationally. It's just insane. It's amazing. Just finish strong. Uh, win the series against Mississippi State. Win the series at home, and then maybe try to you know don't get swept uh, on the road. So that that's five wins right there. If they go five and four. That's good enough to me that they're going to be a top eight seed, definitely hosting a regional, and, and then get healthy. You know, then that's you want Wagner back, you want Josenberger back, and I'm with you. Go to the SEC tournament, whatever happens, happens. If you lose the first game and get get back home and rest some, that's that's a good thing, I, yep. I believe, yep. especially with the limited pitching staff. That's what it's going to come down to. Look, Arkansas is going to be a team at the regional. They got to win that first game, and they really need to win the second game so that they could try to win that regional in three straight, at worst, four games. Where they could get in trouble is if they lost one of those first two games and all of a sudden they're having to play five games in a regional Mm -hmm. to get out to the Super Regional. That'll be difficult with this pitching staff right now because of the number of guys that have been injured that are out. I don't know. You know, you're going to have to start depending on some arms that you know that you're going to be a little nervous about out there. Honestly, in a in a do or die situation, well, Tiger's going to be telling him if he's up to four or five innings by the time they get to that point, yeah. you're going to feel a lot better about your situation. Certainly, because he is an ace when he's healthy. Um, anyway, so we're looking forward to uh, tonight over in North Little Rock at Dickey Stevens Park, sold out game, six o'clock, five thirty pregame on the Buzz, no TV tonight. So there you go. We're looking forward to it. Uh, let's get to Patrick. And I want you guys to be nice to him. It's been a hard week. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right, let's bring him in. Patrick, I want you to know we're sending you love from Central Arkansas. <laughs> what do you say there, boys? What do you say there? Well, I say, uh, boy, Boston Massacre. <laughs> been, a, been, a, been a rough time for the old Boston sports fan, Patrick. No tea party there. Well, it's, you know, you look at in history, you know, teams that have incredible regular seasons oftentimes just fall flat in the playoffs. You know, I was talking to somebody, throw it all sports. Um, you know, you, you typically, I don't know what it is, maybe it's, you, you know, it, teams get caught up in chasing the record. Having the Warriors a few years ago when they were trying to break the, what was it, 73 by the Bulls? Mm-hmm. When they, won 72. they broke 72 and got 73, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, of course... Jordan's Bulls did it. Warriors didn't do it. Bruins had an incredible regular season. So, you know, there's always that debate of are you chasing that regular season record? Are you wearing yourself down? Now, the uh, Florida Panthers are a good team, really good team. So they sort of kind of stumbled this year. That's how they ended up in um, uh, playing against the top seed. So, But it was, uh, you know, listen, game seven, it – Playoffs and sudden death overtime, which um, is pretty scary. Anytime hmm. it's sudden death, yeah. When you're the one that's dying immediately, yeah. it sucks. Hmm. Um, well, I feel bad for your Bruins, Celtics. Uh, as as Nolan Richardson once said, Pat, all sickness is not death. But to lose to the Sixers without Joel Embiid in the lineup is surprising. I mean, we were surprised. James Harden didn't seem too shocked by it. No, well, it did. That whole game, I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, that's not near any kind of championship physicality, championship defense. I mean, you could just you watch that first quarter and it was they, they were, both teams were in the forties. Yeah, you don't win like that. that uh, in the you got to get tough, physical. You know, it's only going to be James Harden. You know, the only way Philly's going to win that game if Harden goes for forty. I didn't see one. I didn't see him get flattened once. As a matter of fact, he looked extremely comfortable. He looked is like, you know, when you go and play pickup game with the fellas, like on a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's what how comfortable he looked. <laughs> it did not look like a, uh, a conference semifinal game one on the road. I mean, yeah. he was getting wherever he wanted to get to. 
Have you changed how you feel about this series after just one game? No, no, I don't because, listen, you still have Joel Embiid that's not going to be 100%. Um, That's always going to be a concern. So you look, you know, you played terribly on defense. There was no sense of urgency. Um, Defensively, you switched way too much. I mean, Al Horford is out on an island multiple times trying to guard this guy, James Harden, who is obviously, you know, it didn't take long to see that Harden was, was dialed in. Like, he knew he had to be aggressive, but sometimes if you can be aggressive and you, and, you, and you just you can't make anything. He knew he had to be aggressive and he was making shots. So I still feel good about it. Um, but what concerns me is what concerned me last year with the Celtics. The year before, like, there's, there's not an edge to this team. It just isn't. You know, I mean, you you know, like Jimmy Butler's got that edge. Steph, Draymond, LeBron. It's just that's what worries me about the Celtics. I don't I know they're young, they got young stars, so maybe they can develop that, but you know, even last year, I mean, Giannis without Chris Middleton, game five in the Boston Garden last season, Giannis comes in and beats the Celtics by himself. It's like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. So that's always been a little concerned me, and and I don't know if it was youth or maybe that's just not in their DNA. I don't know yet. I know yet. I know that Marcus Smart is becoming a much more adequate offensive player. What did you think of the late inbounds play to him, where they looped it over the defender and tried to get him going to the basket when you've got other weapons that might be a little better in that situation? Yeah, I mean that's if you want to look at you know pick out two plays at the end. Absolutely, it's going to be in Jalen Tatum's. Uh, I mean, T- Jason Tatum's hand. Every single possession doesn't have to shoot it, but he's got to touch it. He's going to be. He, w- he was. He was not even involved in the play. Um, and that might have been you get him the basketball, because the thing is, they got him the ball. There was three possessions at the end. They didn't get it to him. They don't score. They get it to him. He gets to the free throw line, and then at the and then the last couple of possessions, you know, they couldn't get it to him. So, like you, could, as terrible as they played, they still could have won the game at the end if they even ran that play the right way. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just, you know, it didn't come down to necessarily that play. Although that just kind of is another sort of like strange thing. You like. Doesn't everybody understand that the last time Tatum touched the ball in the last three, four possessions, he got to the free throw line. <laughs> that was the only time they scored. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that that's a head-scratcher, too. Going back to the uh, Al Horford thing and him getting picked on, he got put in the switch 16 times, and they got 28 points off of it. Ooh, that's a good right, and, but that's the problem with the NBA, first of all, is they switch too much, and second of all, Marcus Smart, fight through the screen. Like, they've got enough guys. Tatum, Brown, all those guys can match up well, at least. They've got, that's one thing about the Celtics, man. They've got Derek White. They've got really good defensive personnel that can make things difficult. Um, now, of course, there were some shots with James Harden was just being James Harden. Mm-hmm. But I just hate, um, you know, you can see the highlights. Al Horford doesn't even know what the heck he's doing out there. He's like, <laughs> well, should I? The, the problem is Al Horford used to be that guy, and he could do that, but he's not that but guy. But you don't put him in that situation. So so you either commit. So the worst thing you can do against James Harden or anybody with that kind of talent is back up, is play on your heels. Al Horford was on his heels the entire time. Like, if I'm going to do something, when you know this guy is rolling, you attack him. Make attack him, send the double team. As a matter of fact, the one time Marcus Smart denied James Harden the inbound pass and then didn't allow them, they had to go away from him. They denied him the ball one time in like the entire fourth quarter. So it's just basic stuff. I mean, they 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 just didn't look like that they had any sense of urgency or didn't realize. How good James Harden is. <laughs> this guy is a former MVP right. of the NBA. Yeah, he's just ridiculous. Jalen Brown with comments to that end. 
after the game? I think they just came out more prepared than we did. Um, they came out and they, they played their ass off, and we had a they had a great game, and we had a mediocre game, and we lost. That's fair. <laughs> sums it up pretty well. Um, we got yeah. a caller on that wants to ask Pat a question, maybe? Sports Handicap 23 has a question about the Warriors. Okay, we can talk about the Warriors. That was our question today yesterday, Pat. Lakers, Warriors, who do you like? And overwhelmingly, our listenership picked the Warriors. Wow! I think it's because they love Steph, and there's a lot of people who hate on LeBron. I'm rooting for the Lakers because I like the Austin Reeves story. Maybe if Moses was a critical piece of the Warriors and he hadn't already won one, I'd feel differently, but I don't. Who do you like there? Well, you know, Mike... Annual tradition is rooting against LeBron. Sure. So. I mean, listen. If it, if it makes anybody feel good, I haven't picked the correct game this whole year, so that's the good news. Okay, you're rooting against him, but are you picking against him? Yeah, I'm going to pick against him. Why do you like the Warriors over the Lakers? Other than because, Steph could get 50 whenever he wants it. Well, uh, I just think you look at Anthony Davis. And he had two games in the last series where he had 30. And, the, and then the, it was like he had 12 points, then he had 30. Then he had 15. Then he had 30. Then he had 10. Then so, he had 30. Oh. <laughs> right, but, I mean, we talk so much about his health, and that's always 50-50 with him. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, his production wasn't there. It was very inconsistent that last series. And LeBron... Can he? Yeah, I'll never count out LeBron just because he's that much of a phenomenon. He it's just like that dude. You never know when he's going to put. He could put a whole game on his back. Um, but I mean, is D'Angelo Russell going to go for twenty five again? That's how you won. Is um, who's Draymond going to annoy? What's his number one goal? That's what I'd like to know. I think he's going to annoy Jordan Poole, actually, his teammate. <laughs> Seems like he's been annoying him quite often. So I, I don't know. I look at it and I go, like, the matchup, obviously, Kevon Looney with Anthony Davis. And Looney had, what, three or four games. He had 20-plus rebounds. He's a very active player. Like, he's not just going to sit around, lumber around. And Anthony Davis may – but, you, you like, you know Steph is going to be rolling. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson had – had three games where he had five threes in the last series. Mm-hmm. Didn't play well the last two games. Um, so I, I give him the edge. Let's get this call in here from Sports Handicapper. What do you say there, boss? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Yeah, I was listening earlier, and y'all were picking Warriors and Lakers, and I had the 76ers last night. I think I'm going to roll with the Warriors tonight uh, at home. They got embarrassed in Game Six at home, and they're not doing it again. Who? Oh, Golden State. Yeah, Golden State. They're not going to get embarrassed again. They may not get embarrassed. They can still lose. <laughs> I don't see them losing. I don't see them losing. Uh, I don't see them get embarrassed. I don't see them losing. Uh, Steph, Draymond, Clay. Uh, I think. I just think they're going to roll tonight. Not good. Although you know, there's one thing though. If you're gonna st- you know uh, go on the road, game ones, I think are always the. I don't know what the you know if a road team is going to win, you usually see it in game one, and whether or not that is true. So and then here's the other thing too. I mean, Anthony Davis. This may be the healthiest Anthony Davis is is going to be for the rest of the series. <laughs> he may play his best game tonight. So we'll see. We'll see. What's the yeah, line we'll on see. that game? Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Man, you know it's going to be like a four or five point game, right? Because Vegas is that good. Yeah. Vegas is good. Vegas is good. <laughs> Typically. All right. Thank you, handicap. Appreciate the call. Thank you. All right. Eleven twenty-five. PB. Just a couple more minutes here. Uh, got two things for you. Darian Ford departure. Not shocking. But uh, he no. was a the guy, there was a lot of talk about this last week because people were frustrated. He's an Arkansas kid, four-star, all that. And yeah. some people felt like maybe he didn't get a shake, you know, fair shake to stay on the roster and try to get better and develop and eventually become a contributor. And I think if he was from uh, Timbuktu, nobody would give a crap. But because <laughs> he's from South Arkansas, people feel a little differently. Uh, and certainly he's a guy that can play for somebody in pretty significant minutes, I would think, as early as next year. So, uh, A, what do you think about the decision? And B, 
What's a good landing spot, you think? Is there a place in the SEC that makes sense for him? I mean, he he. we haven't seen much of him play. So, you know, is there a good spot? I guess anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know who has a, a, a spot for him. But, you know, clearly he wanted to play more. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure he felt like he wouldn't. He was just, it was just going to be too much. And there is a lot. There is a lot of unknowns. That's the other thing is, like, it's not like he's coming back, like, having already established his position. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, you know, one, you know, he had a fight for minutes last season, obviously, as a freshman. And he'd have to fight for minutes this season. So, and he probably felt like if he stayed, he'd have to fight for minutes next season. Um you know, it'll be interesting to see where, you know, it is a lot of moving parts, man. I just, I, I hope he finds a place where, um, you know, where he can get minutes. And he may be able, maybe if he stayed, maybe he would have been able to get some minutes. Yeah. With the Hogs, you know? Yeah. Well, the question becomes, you know, and I think people have their feelings on it, whether he was asked to leave or decided, hey, I'm going to have a better opportunity somewhere else. And we'll probably never know the real truth on that, but... Anywho, uh, and we'll then, ca- well, they scholarship. What is it? One scholarship left, right? Now, that, his, now that he's gone, one? well, they're they're even right now. Uh, but so it all depends on what Walsh and Devo do. I mean, if they both go mm. to the NBA, then you've got two. Or if one goes, then you got one. Hmm. Okay. And it looks like we're getting one more, right? Well, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, you're talking maybe about Ron Holland. More. Hopefully. Yeah, and then. You know, who knows? He may bring in a big guy, too. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they fill both of those spots. Yeah. Because yeah. then there's always somebody oh, else that could leave. Yeah. They're not done trimming the roster, I don't think. What if they get Holland and Hunter Dickinson? That'd be okay. <laughs> you already Pretty cool. Um, you thought last year there was a lot of hype uh, before the season? Sheesh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be dumb. Uh, all right, PB, I think that's good. I appreciate all you. All right, boys. Thanks. Well, who do you guys got? Who do you guys got? Wizard, who do you got? Celtics, you worried about them? With- uh, no, I think the Celtics end up winning because Joel Embiid's injured, but I, 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 I'm not entirely confident on them being a championship team because of their right. performances. I think the Lakers right. are going to win it all, just like I did two months ago. That's awesome. Do you know how fun that would be? Did you put that bet cool down? That. No, I don't have oh. the guts for that. Yeah, it would have <laughs> been a good bet at that time. I let, yeah, talk me, I let you talk me out of it. Yeah, You're the wizard. Know. That was before the trade. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go Lakers in seven, although I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors won that. So. Yeah. Nuggets look good, man. I love I love. I'm not the, sure there's the a team Joker. that's going to beat the Nuggets. Oh, I love it, man. I love the Nuggets, man. Lakers Nuggets would be really good, though. That'd be a fun game. I'm not the Joker. The Lakers Nuggets. Is he the best? What? The Joker. Pretty he's great. The best. I love that guy. He's uh, he's pretty good. He was yes. um, he was the second best performer last night in the NBA. Unfortunately, yeah. behind only James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> PB, appreciate you. Thanks for the flooring. We will uh, check in with you next week, and we're going to talk to Brian. Hey, if you want any tips on uh, turkey hunting or fishing, bud, stick around. Just All right, we'll do. Were you ready to go fishing? Oh, we got a lot of we got a lot of wild turkeys in Mass. Did I ever show you that? No. You drinking wild turkey, or are you talking about actual <laughs> birds? <laughs> no. no, because these turkeys and they're huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got to be stand four feet tall. And that is and, tall. You know, a couple four hundred foot pounds. tall turkey. Oh, I'll That's send you the huge. video. They strut through the neighborhood in the middle of the street like they own. The city. Pat, I'm not even joking. It's time for you to put on your wig and get out there with your musket and take a couple of them out. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with them. They they probably carry those guys. They're, they're tough. They're toughies on the block. Yeah. Tom Turkey is not messing around anymore. No, no. I didn't show you the video. I'll show you the video. I'll no, send I gotta it to see you guys. I'd love to see yeah. it. Yeah, all right. All right, PB, appreciate you, buddy. Okay, ciao, boys. All right, thanks again to River City Floor. Appreciate uh Terry and the folks over there, great work. RiverCityFlooringInc.com if you need any help with them. A couple quick game balls from our friends up in Conway. The softball season continues to be a hugely successful one for Central Arkansas, and the Bears get another honor. Kayla Beaver named the Pitcher of the Week in the A-Sun. She is uh, now a three-time winner of that award. Redshirt junior, phenomenal. One of the best pitchers around the country this year. And then also, University of Central Arkansas' Jesse Barker named the A-Sun Pitcher of the Week for the second time in three weeks. So this dude from Benton is rolling right now. Mm-hmm. 6'2", 200, a righty. Struck out 11 for the second straight week in a 10-2 road win over Bellarmine. 
Way to go. And he leads the A-Sun in strikeouts with 84. And an ERA at 254. That's filthy. Good I like for him. that. Nice job, Jesse Barker. That's something to bark about mm-hmm. indeed. It is 11.30. We're going to be uh, goblin on the other side with our buddy, Brian Hendricks, from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and our friends at McClard. So stay with us. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center. Arkansas football landed a transfer yesterday. Linebacker Jaheim Thomas from Cincinnati called the Hogs. Thomas had 70 tackles and two sacks last year. He's the seventh addition on defense from the portal this offseason. He'll have two years of eligibility remaining. Arkansas baseball gets back to action tonight as they face Lipscomb at Dickey Stevens Park in North Orderock for their final midweek game. It'll be the first meeting between the two programs. Parker Coyle is expected to get the start for Arkansas. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. There'll be no TV coverage. Radio coverage can be heard on the buzz. And in Major League Baseball, the Cubs beat the Nationals 5-1 behind a strong start from Drew Smiley, who threw for seven innings, allowing just one run. He has a 2.83 ERA on the season and is 3-1. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Razorback outfielder Jace Borfin gets in the zone every Monday, courtesy of Fence Brokers, providing Arkansas with the largest inventory, quality products, and superior service. Call Fence Brokers today, or you can request a quote at FenceBrokers.com. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. You don't stay in business for 95 years unless you're doing something right. McClard's Barbecue is still going strong after 95 years with delicious barbecue and all the fixings, plus their hand-rolled tamales. And Philip McClard is still smoking meat and ribs. They're still offering their signature tamale spread, too. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock, still using the original McClard's Barbecue sauce recipe from 1928. Stop in from 11 to 7 on weekdays and 11 to 8 on weekends. Is your Oaklawn the sound of starting gates and pounding hooves? Is it the first sip of the perfect post-time Bloody Mary? Or maybe it's just Saturdays with lots of friends and zero cares. No matter what you love about live racing at Oaklawn, it's back and better than ever. With more race days, bigger purses, and the top thoroughbreds in the world, this season is like no other. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. And by working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Hey, everybody, how's it going? right there, Bradley. I don't want you to stop what you're doing. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where they can go to get their very own Gravely Moor. Well, you go That's down. enough, my friend. I'll finish it for you at Dacus Rental in Searcy or Haynes Home Center in Moralton. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquis7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Don't need tomorrow. I've got to Outdoor editor for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Brian Hendricks, joins the zone to discuss all things outdoors. Thanks to world-famous McClard's Barbecue. McClard's is still going after 95 years, so you know they're doing something right. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock. If I hit that fishing hole today, she'd be packing all her things and she'd be gone by noon. Well, I'm going to miss her. Brian, welcome back. How are you? 
good to be back. You know, I was thinking about being out on the water with a sack full of uh, McLaren sandwiches and, mm. uh, you know, just kicking back and uh, enjoying the day. Does that turn the fish off if you're sitting up there eating barbecue? Can they smell that? They sense that? They come to it. They love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like it. They jump in the boat and they want do. some of that action? Yeah, yeah. Put a little bit of that brisket uh, or, uh, you know, barbecued pulled pork on your on your line. You got it going on. Now. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's a different way to go at it for sure. Um, so you were telling me last week you uh, made the very difficult decision to go fishing instead of go turkey hunting, and it was very lucrative. It was a great, uh, great decision. You know, there's a there's a friend of mine, uh, Wes McNulty, that has a he, he's built a special fishing hole, put a lot of money into it. Not not too far from Cheryl, he grows rice out that way, and uh, you know he manages it for trophy bass. And it was just one of these deals. It was like, what are you doing this afternoon? I'm accepting whatever you're offering is yeah. what that is. Mm. And uh went out there, only had about two and a half hours of fishing. So was, and uh, there was three of us. We caught 40 fish, all of them average, you know, average was about four pounds or maybe a little better. <laughs> and it was just fantastic. You know, we talked last week about the spawn being pretty much done in Arkansas. Well, not there. <laughs> so I think we were a little bit, uh, a little bit wrong about that because they were not there yet. Yeah. So... For those of you that are wanting to get in some spawning bass action, uh, keep that in your back pocket because that's still going on in places. Well, the weather's been so crazy. Yeah. And in the mornings, we've still had some days in the 40s, upper 30s, and I think it's just throwing off everything a little bit. Yeah, speaking of that, I was turkey hunting yesterday, and I got out of my camper in Grant County, and it was 38 degrees. Oh and I don't like that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not deer hunting in April. You know, in April, or I guess it was May yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, had a good plan, and the turkeys did not execute the plan, and uh, it was very unfortunate. Well, you should have let them know in advance what they were supposed to do. Right. I did send out a memo, and they they do what turkeys do. They ignore it. That's why they call them turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of bass, going back to that, we had some, uh, I guess, youth competing? Yeah. Uh, this last Saturday was the Commissioner's Cup Youth Bass Tournament put on by the Arkansas Game and Fish Foundation. I think it's in its fourth or fifth year. And it's a, it's a really big thing for the kids around the state. They had it at Lake Hamilton at the Andrew Holsey Fish Hatchery. 120 youth participated in it, which had 60 boats. Uh, each one of them has a, an adult captain. And the winning team was uh, Dakota and Dalton Reed from Magnet Cove High School, and their dad was their captain. So it was a family thing. That's you know, cool. they got to experience that together. It was a very emotional thing. The kids were very emotional about it. So was their dad. And uh, they pulled that off. Uh, you know, it's a one-day event? One-day event. You have to, uh, I believe you have to qualify to get there through the, uh, you know, through the uh, high school bass fishing program program. Uh, They've got that going on. That's a, a far-flung thing. But they did that. And, uh, you know, the, the tackle industry, Arkansas has you know, got Pradco and Fort Smith. They've got a lot of people come together to make that a really special event for the youth anglers. You know, uh, Express Boats uh, make sure that that's in a free event. They're the signature sponsor for it. Mm. Just a really cool thing. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Brian Hendricks joining us again, courtesy of McClard's Barbecue, for just tuning in. You didn't have any luck on a cold May morning, but other folks are having some success out chasing turkey. Yeah, you know, I get this text this morning. You out today? No. Well, I got a great story from my friend uh, Judge uh, Joe Volpe, federal magistrate, who instead of holding court was out in the turkey woods, and uh, <laughs> he got uh, he got a he got a second gobbler. You know, to get a turkey in Arkansas is a big deal. Just the way our season is structured the way it's timed if you get one you've done something if you get two you've really done something you're not you don't just get lucky twice in this state so you know to, to tag out in arkansas is really quite an accomplishment my hat goes off to him my friend uh i was out sunday and i was in the place called saint tom's cathedral yes That's my book is named after yep and uh, I think that has been converted into a library now. You know, it's, uh, it's gotten very quiet there, and you're not allowed to make any noise, and the turkeys don't either. But I hear a shot, you know, some distance away. I thought, all right, somebody got one. Then some time passes, and I hear a second shot. I thought, oh, the first one wasn't very good, you know. <laughs> and uh, then a lot of time passes, and then I hear a third shot. It's like, oh, somebody's having to run one down. You know, you're just kind of piecing it all together. <laughs> So a little bit after that, I get a call from a friend of mine that's a member of my lease. So, hey, man, what are you doing? I was just sitting here staring at a dead turkey. He said, okay, tell me about it. 
Well, you know, you shot three times, uh, you know, but he got one. Really nice 11 and 3 eighths inch beard, which is huge. Okay. Uh, you know, one and one eighth inch spurs and it weighed 20 pounds. So I'd say he's probably got a good three or four year old turkey there. So that was really nice. Well, if you gauge things by their beard, no wonder you like James Harden so much. That's right, man. I'm a big James Harden now. fan. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of what you, when you're, they call them long beards when you're hunting a mature turkey. You really want that. You want big, long spurs, you know, all that. It's kind of like with bucks. You're going for antlers. With mm-hmm. turkeys, you're going for beard length and all that other. What do you What do you get from that? Nothing. Okay. It just looks cool. <laughs> well, yeah, you can cut it off, and you can make a, like you can cut the uh, end of a shotgun shell off and use epoxy to, uh, and put a lanyard on that, you know, and you can make various things with the uh, spurs, for example. I've got a leather lanyard. You can drill a hole through that and make a necklace out of it. Okay. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, we, we, we think differently. Weight-wise, what's a good turkey? What are you looking for? 20 pounds in Arkansas is pretty good. Uh, you know, when you're up in the Plain States, uh, you know, you're getting into 22, 24-pound gobblers there, but in Arkansas, all woods birds, especially piney woods birds, 20 pounds is really solid. Gotcha. Yeah, you're usually looking at 17 to 18, even even on a really good mature tom here. I like that. Well, yeah. It's a lot easier to haul out of the woods than uh, a deer is. I yeah, like you know, you throw it over your shoulder, and, you know, you got your hands around the legs, and then pretty soon the spurs start digging into your hands, you know, and uh, if you have to walk a half mile out of the woods by the end of that trip, you know, you're feeling that. Turkey gets you. Gets yeah. the last gets Yeah, the last, he, he gets uh, the last laugh. laugh. That's yeah. funny. Do you agree with the uh, turkey dates? Is that still good for Arkansas? I like it. You know, most turkey hunters in Arkansas complain that the season starts too late, that the turkeys have largely gobbled out. That means they've gone quiet. And that's sort of true. But, like, this morning, it depends on where you are. Where Judge Volpe was, they they were really vocal, various places. But the reason I like it is because of the way... It tests your skills. You know, it's one thing that you got birds gobbling all over the place in early April, like they might open the season in, in uh, Oklahoma or, or uh, you know, Kansas or Missouri. And that's just a certain style of hunting. You roost one, you hear them gobbling, you go set up in a place where you expect them to pitch down, and, and you're done by 7 o'clock. In Arkansas, a lot of times that doesn't happen, and it really tests your patience. It tests your drive. And it tests your calling abilities. And a lot of times they come in silently, like at 1.49 p.m. when Al got his uh, uh, Sunday. And just so many things can go wrong when you're hunting like that. But when you pull it off, you've really done something. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what I was talking about. It's, it's, It's like... It's like, all right, you're, you're facing wishbone teams, you know, uh, eight games out of the season. Then the last, you, you, you face that San Francisco offense or yeah. whatever. That's the way Arkansas is. It's just a whole different kind of game. Sure. And, uh, you know, if you like to hunt, I like I like diversity. I like, I like a different challenge. And I think Arkansas is probably the most challenging state to hunt in. What state is widely known as the best for turkey hunting? Uh, traditionally, Missouri is just north of us. It's a big state. The way the farming is up there with the smaller farms, the habitat, just, you know, a lot of birds always has had. Kansas is a real big one, too. Mississippi's got a great reputation, but their numbers are way down. Yeah. But, yeah. What's the yield in Arkansas versus, like, Missouri or uh, in Missouri's heyday. The most that we've ever gotten in Arkansas was about 20,000. That was in 2003. That same year in Missouri, it was almost 70,000. Okay. All right. Yeah. That gives you perspective. Yeah. All right. And uh, that's why. But, I mean, Missouri's a bigger state, too. It's yeah. just a lot of turkeys up there. But, yeah. Where are we this year? Uh, we're doing pretty well. I haven't checked the numbers, but I, we're going to be we're going to be up, but it's going to be pretty comparable to probably our ten year average. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be around eight thousand when it's all said and done. It's not bad, you know. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas Hall of Fame, the Outdoor Hall of Fame, has been announced as far as the uh, nominees, right? The nominees in the Arkansas Hall of Fame induction banquet, which is another Arkansas Game and Fish Foundation deal. Are, these nominees are inductees. I'm sorry, inductees. Inductees. They're I misspoke. Going in. That's yeah. my fault. Okay. All right. And the banquet will be held at the State House Convention Center on August 26th, always right before do, uh, opening of Dove season. And this year's inductees are Jimbo Ronquest, who won the 2006 World's Championship um, duck calling contest in Stuttgart. But he's also a big turkey hunter. He's done a lot, a lot of things kind of behind the scenes uh, on TV and media and, and, and just in the conservation world. Uh, for a lot of different games, but mm-hmm. he's, he's best known for duck hunting. Tom Fotai, who's a renowned Arkansas ecologist, he's been very instrumental uh, 
in helping the Game and Fish Commission get the information and data they need to restore their wetland areas, their green tree reservoirs. Uh, a brilliant, brilliant forester. Uh, Bob Berenger and Ronnie Ritter, they run Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry. If you kill a deer in Arkansas or geese or whatever it happens to be, you know, you can donate all or a portion of your of your kill to this organization and they will have it feed, you know, nutrition insecure populations yeah. throughout the state. That's awesome. One of the things they do is they make these snack sticks that they put in uh, snack packs for you know, for underprivileged students around. Sure. And uh, it's a way for them to get some protein that they yeah. They don't otherwise get. And then we also got the uh, Legacy Award, which is going to Brenda and Larry Potterfield. Uh, the Potterfields are the founders of Midway USA in Columbia, Missouri, uh, the premier reloading uh, firearms shooting component uh, warehouse in the country. But they, they're very, very involved in youth shooting sports. And they're, uh, they're here. They're going to be in that. And then the Steve Smith Spirit of Giving Award, which is a new award, and that is going to... The Morell family from Alma. The Morell family makes uh, the premier archery targets in the country. And then we also have... They're mushroom uh, people. That's right. Threw me off there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the Morell. The greatest mushrooms in all the land. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And then uh, uh, T.J. Lahan and his wife Mandy will chair the event this year. Very nice. The 32nd annual. And it's at the State House House Convention. Yeah, I've been before when... uh, when Ty Murkison and his wife went in. That's right. Kathy. So, uh, yeah, it's a great event, and that's cool. Congratulations to all the inductees for this year, and I'm sure we'll mention that again before we get to August. So, uh, Brian, thanks for coming up. I appreciate you. Always good to see you all. Thanks to McClard's Barbecue as well. Always uh, good to have them as well. They're welcome to come back anytime with a tamale spread or whatever else they're filling. Right? I mean, just, you know, doors open always. It's actually closed. It's just not locked. And great for fishing. Yeah. Yes, apparently so. Yeah, so uh, rub some of that McClar's barbecue sauce on your lure and let her rip. Can't resist. Perfect. Brian, thanks, buddy. All right, thank you. True Service Community Federal Credit Union wants to help you out. they got counselors on hand that will sit down with you and take a look at your finances and see how they can save you some money. They offer new home mortgage loans, home equity loans, auto loans, and they'll refinance your current auto loan. True Service has three locations. In Little Rock, they're by the Butcher Shop. In North Little Rock, they're on JFK. In Conway, they're on the campus of Hendricks College. True Service is a huge supporter of local small businesses, and they're ready to loan money for new startup businesses. And one of the many pluses, when you call, they answer. You get to talk to the person working on your loan. Check them out online at trueservice.net. a great deal on select Kubota equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. It's Justin Anker for Serta Pro, my go-to painter. I've used them for so many projects in a few of my homes over the years, and I've got a new project I'm about to get them to work on. It's an outdoor deck. Stain it, seal it, make it look great and protective for the future. Make an investment in your future by getting Serta Pro to paint the outside of your home and improve that curb appeal. If you're thinking about selling or just want to have a nicer place to come home to every day, Serta Pro can help with all of it. They'll help you with paint selection if you need it. They're going to clean up afterwards. You're going to be thrilled. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated. They live in your community. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. 
If you have been impacted by the recent tornado or know someone who was, listen to this message. Natural State Wholesale is opening its doors to you when you're ready to rebuild. If you need flooring, kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, Natural State Wholesale is here for you. And you can trust them to deliver the best product and the best price today to help you rebuild. Visit online at naturalstatewholesale.com or stop by in Cabot 203 Commerce Park Drive. Natural State Wholesale, here for you. So go see the flooring king. Motorcycle riders are just like you and me. They could be your neighbor, your friend, your doctor, or maybe the pastor in your local church. More motorcycles are on the road than ever before in Arkansas, and it's time we started looking out for them. Look back a second time before you make that turn, or before you pull out in an intersection. It might take two seconds, but it just might save a neighbor's life. Take two for Arkansas. It's worth it. Look twice for motorcycles. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class, respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing under. Welcome back to the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of The Zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite show on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. Last weekend at Oak Lawn, this week, and the last day of racing is Saturday. It starts back up on Thursday, ends on Saturday. The Texas Tenors are also playing at the Oak Lawn Event Center. That is uh, one of a handful of shows that are on the schedule for now. Oak, Old Crow Medicine Show, May 26th, Randy Hauser, June 9th, and Chris Jansen on July 2nd. Get your tickets at oaklawn.com. Also, plan your summer getaway to Oak Lawn. Even live racing's over. There's plenty to do. They've got a great pool, certainly great restaurants. The... Fantastic spa, the Astral Spa. Give you a profound sense of relaxation and rejuvenation. That sounds lovely if you're in the spa city. You can uh, check them out online at oakland.com. And, of course, those rooms are fantastic. Many of them overlooking the track, and the dining options are off the charts. So get down there and enjoy it. And if you're a casino player, it's a smoke-free 24-7 casino. Lots of fun in there. But even if you're not, there are plenty of ways to have a good time at Oakland, even when the live racing season comes to an end. Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week. And, of course, the Oaks Friday, the Kentucky Derby Saturday. You can wager on that at Oaklawn as well. Uh, doors open early this week, too, on the weekend. So get down there and take advantage. Uh, some news out of the NBA here. Kristen, I saw you retweeted this. The Memphis Grizzlies have informed, this according to Stadium and The Athletic, Grizzlies have informed pending free agent Dylan Brooks that he will not be brought back under any circumstances. That's pretty definitive. Yeah, pretty harsh. But also... I think the writing was on the wall, and pretty much everyone knew after this series that there was no way he would be back in Memphis. Also, just make a mental note, the 11th of May, which is nine days from today, we are going to get the NFL schedule. And now that we've got the uh, draft in the books and some trades and moves, we're going to have the schedules coming out here soon so we can start getting ready for the season. Throughout the whole NFL draft, they kept hyping up like the schedule release show, Mm -hmm. and it was like... Who's watching the schedule release show? I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people think people watching the draft oh, yeah. is dumb, but I heard... That's true. I, I mean, I watched the draft. But. Yeah, I don't know if it was drive time or out of bounds. Just I was listening to them. Must have been out of bounds. Must you basically know who you're going to play. It's just you don't know the order. But the numbers were insane. I didn't know it was drive time because Rick was marveling at it because he was like, who watches the draft? <laughs> I used to be that guy too, but it is kind of entertaining and some of the backstories they tell and then you watch Will Levis over there, you know, sitting there mired in oh. sadness. Um, although, you know, his arm candy wasn't too bad to probably lift his spirits, but it's all going to work out okay for him. Um, Speaking of uh, TV, the college football playoffs have released their dates for the uh, playoff games mm-hmm. in the future. Okay. And I'll give you a couple of those. Uh, first of all, the first round, uh, it's going to be the first game. There'll be one game on Friday, December 20th. This is 2024. Okay? This Not is this for year, the 12-game playoff? Year. Yes, for the 12-game. So the first game will be on a Friday, on-campus game. Then on Saturday, the next day, there'll be three games, and there'll be a triple header. So it's early afternoon, late afternoon, and an evening game. 
Then the quarterfinals will be on the 31st and the 1st. Now, the 31st and the 1st that year is on a Tuesday and Wednesday. That sucks. You will have the uh, Fiesta Bowl on the 31st, or be played at the Fiesta Bowl. And then on the next day, on the 1st, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl will have the three games. Same thing. Three in a row. And then the semifinals are on a Thursday and a Friday. It's the Capital One Orange Bowl, and then Friday, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl. So... That in the future, the you know right now the semifinals are on the same day. It's a doubleheader, right? In the future, it's going to be one game on Thursday, one game on Friday. What that's going to create in 2024, you're going to have a college semifinal football game on Thursday, a college football semifinal game on Friday. You're going to have NFL three wild card games on Saturday, and then on Sunday three wild card games, and then on Monday the final wild card game. That'll be a good stretch. Oh, my goodness. What a great five days. Well, we got one more year of this uh, four Normal team. stuff. Okay. Just normal stuff this year. All right. How about some First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line? 661-1037 if you want to weigh in. Er, this one from the 501 when we were talking about the Kentucky Derby says, we better watch those Japan entries. I guess there are two of those to keep an eye on. Uh, we lost an Olympic medalist. Rest in peace, Calvin Davis. Yes, thank you, 501. Billy says, guys, hate to see Darian Ford go, but I watched Jackson Robinson play a couple of times on a pretty good BYU team. Uh, and I'd say things ended up pretty good for him, even though he was clearly moved out late to make room for Ricky Council. He started 30 games, averaged almost 30 minutes, and almost 10 points. He would not have played a third of those minutes this past season in Fayetteville. I I, I can't disagree with that. I think he, Billy's right. Uh, Boyd, you want to read Boyd? I don't know. Depends what he says. Must needs to just be a true college coach and leave. We are still all sick and tired of only transfers and no recruiting of high school players by Muss. We? Is he speaking French now? I don't know who he's talking for. I guess it's just him and whoever, that mouse in his pocket. But he brought in six high school guys last year. Six! Six! Now, he's bringing in two this year. Yes! I know. None of them are going to be back. No, that's fine, but that's the nature of the beast nowadays. Yeah. I, I don't have any complaint. Uh, zero. No. Boyd. I don't think anybody complains in March. You know what? Don't read Boyd's stuff. I, I take I it back. Asked. I wasn't going to. Put it back in there. Okay. Next hour, entertainment, birthdays, and some good stuff, actually. I have a top ten list here if you guys would like it. Speaking of uh, of Asia, Wes, which country has the highest sex drive? Would you like to know? Asia. That's not a country. China? Nope. Japan? Nope. France? Taiwan? Nope. Nope. Korea? Nope. South nope. Korea? North nope. Korea? Nope. I'll share it with you. Wow. Okay, fine. Sounds like you guys want to hear my top ten list. Where does the United States rank? Wouldn't you like to know that? I'll tell you all these things coming up. Uh, also, we have Dee Dee coming back from Ava Bella Day Spa because she left her cup here. Hmm. That's the only reason she came back. Yeah. And it's not half full. It isn't? No. Is it half empty? No. All right, we got an hour left. Stay tuned. It is a terrific Tuesday. Hogs are in town. Joe's Garage in North Little Rock and Dewdrop Auto Repair in Pine Bluff present the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show Saturday, May 6th at the Conway Expo Hall. Register morning up starting at 7 a.m. or pre-register online at btbautoparts.com. Best of show wins a $1,000 Visa gift card. There will also be best of awards for truck, muscle car, original, rat rod, Corvette, and off-road along with having class awards.